Tomala and Thug. And this is the Pop Style Opinion Fest. Hello, kittens. Welcome back to another edition of the PSO. I am the T in your Tilo, Tom Fitzgerald. And I'm here with a low in your Tilo, Lorenzo Marcus, my lovely husband. Hello. And I just want to say we're back to our yes. decent sound setup. And if you <laughs> listened in last week to our Fire Island uh, podcast, God bless you, because the sound quality was terrible. And for that, I apologize. But we were shoved into a bedroom with the sun outside. And it was, <laughs> By the pool. Yeah, it wasn't the best recording. Anyway, but we uh, had a condition. wonderful time. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. And then now we're back. And we're back and we're ready to yell to rant and rave. Yes. Uh, specifically at Matt Damon, because come on, did you really think we were going to let this go by without <laughs> jumping in? I will. I have to say right off the bat before we start, for personal reasons, this podcast has to be recorded earlier in the week. But for professional reasons, it has to be scheduled a few days after we record it. So I... I we things may change. I don't think they will, but there may be updated information of which we are not if there is aware. An, another apology, we won't be able to <laughs> talk yes. about. So Matt Damon, hmm. I've been calling that guy an asshole on on social media for years. I, I the other day we after this latest story erupted, I was like, what have I said about him over the years? And sure enough, I've been calling him an asshole for years. Oh, Miss Mew Mew is here to offer her opinion on homophobia in Hollywood. She's got many thoughts. I don't know if you can hear her, but she's right under the table meowing her head off. <laughs> yes. Anyway. So, um, okay. This week, he's got a movie out called Stillwater. And it is not, in my opinion, um, unrelated that in this movie, he plays a Trump voter and a very conservative uh, father. I mean... I don't I know that this term is some people consider this term offensive, but I actually think some of the marketing actually refers to him as a redneck. So um, and I'll get back to why I'm pointing that out, but he is currently um, doing press for this movie. And he did a um, interview last weekend for the UK's Sunday Times, and it was a long interview and it was very. I mean, before I even got to that quote, the headline that was going out, I was annoyed with it because it was something like, is Matt Damon the last male movie, leading man movie star or some bullshit like that? And I'm like, hello, <laughs> Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, and like all the ones that are coming up behind, like Timothy Chalamet, shut up. He's so mediocre. I just don't get. I, I just agree. don't get it. We're both of them. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck at least Affleck is a colorful mess. I have to give him that. He's <laughs> always been entertaining for being a colorful mess. But they're just, uh, anyway. But Damon, ugh, never could stand him. Anyway, so he gives this interview, and it's all about the changes. And, and I mean, within the context, I, I think it's fair to acknowledge that he was telling the story in the context of changing times and learning. And that's fine. That's fine. But this is what he said. I'm going to read out the um, the part from the Sunday Times. The word that my daughter calls the F slur for a homosexual. And I just, let me just stop right there. <laughs> because anytime, that's like calling a woman a female or a black person a Negro. It's like, yeah, technically you can call me a homosexual, but I'm already like, okay, who calls gay people homosexuals? All right. Anyway, I'll start again. <laughs> The word that my daughter calls the F-slur for a homosexual was commonly used when I was a kid with a different application. Going to stop right there because it was exactly the same application. I was a kid, too. I remember when we called each other fag, and it it was, we knew it. 
<laughs> it was to bemoan to yes. to attack a, a guy's masculine. You didn't call women fat. You called men fat, and you knew why yes. because it was attacking someone's masculinity. So I never bought the idea that it was uh, a different application. So bleh. I need to collect. <laughs> was commonly used when I was a kid with a different application, he told the newspaper. I made a joke months ago and got a treatise from my daughter. She left the table and I said, come on, that's a joke. I say it in the movie Stuck on You. She went to her room and wrote a very long, beautiful treatise on how that word is dangerous. I said, I retire the F slur. I understood. <laughs> First of all, there's so much. First I of know, all, I, I don't first even, of all, I'm going to see the floor. First of all, why are you using the word, you know, faggot? at the dinner table with your daughter, a 15 year old girl? I mean, why? Why are you having this conversation is, the way you had it? Um, no, it's just uh, anyway. Um, Mimi is meowing her head off. I don't you, even know if the mic's you picking might not, it up. You, you might pick something. Your, Who knows if it? your cat is listening, I bet your cat can pick it up. Anyway, so why are you having this conversation the way you talk? And then you talk about. Well, well, come on. I said that in a movie. That uh, you made from 19 years ago. I mean, anyway, how do you not acknowledge, how do you not know that things have changed since 2003? So your 15-year-old daughter had to teach you somehow that uh, it's not right to say that. Anyway, you who have, I mean, you've been in Hollywood for how long? 25 years. And you still f thought and used the word you know, until now, until a few months ago, whatever. Okay, let me stop there. I don't think it's unusual that people in Hollywood use that word behind the scenes. They, I'm sure they don't use it in front of the gay people they work with. I'm not naive about right. straight people using that word. I'm not naive about men who routinely refer to women as bitches or C-words. I'm not, I'm not naive about how often white people use racial slurs in this country. That's not the point. It's not, oh, my God, you know, D Matt Damon said fag. <laughs> Shock. I'm not even shocked about it. But as you said, like, it's one thing if you're, I don't know, with the with your buddies or on a job or, or whatever, and you just, you know, toss that word off. I do not understand sitting at your dining room table with your underage daughters using that word. Right. That's just... That's not casual in passing. That's just weird. Like, well, it begs the question, I know I'm using this phrase incorrectly, it forces the question of if you're using it there, what are you using when you're really mad and you're right. not around your kids? Like, it's just weird. The setting of the story, it was such a huge red flag. Right. The fact that he told this story... Yeah, that's the other thing. That's the thing. Again, I am not shocked that a 50-year-old white man from Boston uses the word fag casually. I'm sorry if there's if that's triggering to anyone. I'll try to remember not to use the slur, but uh, that is the slur that he used. Um, I'm not shocked about that. I live in the world. Are you kidding me? I'm not even shocked that people in Hollywood. I did a brief foray in my mm -hmm. career into the film industry in Hollywood, and believe me, it's you know it's not all new age crystal hugging types. There's plenty of people in that industry who are Trump voters, for instance, or or homophobes, for instance. Um, there's no reason to believe that he uh, works in it. I mean, he made his name and made most of his films with Harvey Weinstein. There is no need to consider Matt Damon some sort of progressive. But this is the thing. Matt Damon tries to straddle that line, and that's one of the things that really fucking annoys me about him is because he 
he dresses himself up in progressivism when it suits him, mm-hmm. and he dresses him up himself yeah. up in conservatism when it suits him. Well, let's not forget that this man also said that you know. I wanted to run down his history. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Um, I don't know. No, he, no, I just remember the gay comment that you know, if you're gay, you should keep it in he, private. Um, over the years, he has said uh, that gay actors should stay in the closet and keep it private. Right. And, you know, not show up on the red carpet with their. You know that way for for career. Per, I mean, he he couched it in like he was giving advice for their own careers. They should probably stay in the closet. He has defended Louis C.K. He has um, defended his time his work with Harvey Weinstein. He um, implied that Me Too has gone too far and mm-hmm. that there was quote a spectrum of behavior. In other words, you know, there's rape on one end and there's Louis C.K. masturbating in front of women on the other end, and we're supposed to treat them. You know, what the fuck ever. Um, he famously, uh, during an episode of his reality show, Project Greenlight, of which he was a producer and host, which means he l- allowed this scene to be broadcast. Yeah, yeah, to go. Again, this all goes to the man's cluelessness and his his clear freaking ego that he thinks he's always right. Anyway, a uh, director named Matthew Black uh, tried to talk to him on camera about diversity, and she's a black director, a diversity in filmmaking, and he talked over her and corrected her and basically said, if you want diversity in filmmaking, you just you cast black actors. That's all you need to do. And he essentially told her, you don't need to worry about black directors, black writers, black anybody, producers, anything. Just as long as you sprinkle some black faces in the cast, that's diversity, according to Matt Damon. This is all... In the last five or six years, one right after another, right. he has pissed off black people. He has pissed off gay people. He has disregarded um, women. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and this it, is who he is, which right. is why I personally, but I also think why a lot of people on Twitter absolutely exploded when this happened, when this right. quote came out, because I just had it with the guy. And I'm, I've had it with this idea that he's some good guy or some progressive. He's playing both sides. He makes these comments knowing what's going on. I think this blew up more than he expected it to. But I honestly feel he was trying to tell this relatable story to to appeal to Trump voters that might go and see this movie. Exactly. Like, I'm, you know, haha, I'm just like you. Right, I say right. bag at the dinner table. Uh- yeah, you have a ton of people behind you telling you what to say, what to do. And don't tell me that this is all played because, you know, this is the kind of movie you're promoting. And in the same interview, he, he said something about like, well, you, you need to you need to keep things private now because social media will talk about anything you in, say. Blah, in blah, the blah. old days, they yeah. used to pay attention to the music of an interview. And now they pay attention to the he Oh, shit. Literally complaining that people are taking him at his word when he gives interviews. Hollywood has always been this way since the 40s, 50s or whatever. People focus on the gossip. People focus not just what you do as as a performer. Yeah. Such a bullshit line. Uh, No, it's, it's annoying. And I don't understand why... Someone like him doesn't understand that you can't say these things. I mean, you, I'm not saying that nobody thinks that way in Hollywood. They do. But the fact that you sat down and, and you made the point of saying all these things knowing that they were going to be published... It's just like you really don't because care. he thought it made him look good, right? He th- and to be fair, there is a whole contingent of people of leave Matt Damon alone. Can't yes, we celebrate yes, his yes. growth and this, that, and the other thing? And we're going to get into that and why. I mean, that's part of the reason why we bring up uh, first off the connection that we feel that there's a connection to this film that he's there's, listen. Been at this game a long time. When celebrities give interviews. 
it's always con- like mm-hmm. whenever they find themselves in this sort of thing, it's because it's connected to whatever it is they're promoting. Yeah. It's yeah. not, oh, Matt Damon just happened to mouth off no. to the press. No, Matt Damon was trying to sell a certain image of himself, and that was relatable, possibly moderate guy who occasionally says fag at the dinner table. Right. Um, trying to get those quote unquote, tr- which is such a condescending way to look at Trump voters, which I'm not, I'm not even defending them. But even so, it's like if I say something really offensive, I'll get the Trump voters. It's so cynical. It's so. And the fact that he used his daughters in this story right, right. and he has used his daughters in the past when he talked about Me Too. And then he apologized for his comments because as the father of daughters, which is such a bullshit thing, because. of the population are women. You don't have to be a father of daughters to to try and understand their issues or their complaints. And it's going back to the same issue that if if it affects you, then you worry about it. Oh, that's classic white guy. Yes. And if it doesn't, then who cares? So. Yeah, because you have daughters, then then you're worried about the whole thing. Not only that, but he casts himself as this hero in these stories. Like, Uh, oh, look at how I've changed. Dude, you were, according to you, you were saying fag at the dinner table in 2021. He said this was a couple of months ago. Yes. I, yeah. Not only that, but you have to listen to his words when he he's clearly sort of making his fun of his daughter. My daughter wrote a long treatise and she left the table. And it's it's very much this idea of he begrudgingly yeah. had to listen to a young person it, and like keep a, up with the time. I can hear when he says that, like, sort of like, oh, fine, I'll stop using Right. I, I retire the Slur. Those are his actual words. As if he get okay, I give up, I concede. Like, dude, it's 2021. Like, right. even I think even most straight guys who use that word know that there are times when they probably shouldn't use it or realize that there's going to be backlash when they use it. It's yes. 2021. Yes. And That's I not have, a word you hear on television often. No. You rarely hear it in films anymore. And you rarely hear it in person. You could be the people I'm, I'm surrounded by, but I remember in the past, let's say 10 years yeah, ago... much more casual. And much more casual. I would hear straight men saying that all the time. I can't, remember, I can't remember the last time I heard someone say, right. you know... F the F word in front of me, uh, and and by that by in front of me I mean like walking on the street or in a yeah. store or any any you know not my friends. Believe not me, it's that been screamed at us from passing cars. Oh my God, yes. But, anyway, um, yeah, I like I said, I recognize that this is a word that had you know that shifted over time and um, that people learn not to use where I get it, but the expiration date on that word in common conversation was. A decade and a half ago, like how much of a bubble are you in that you needed your teenage daughter to tell you in 2021 not to be using that casually at the dinner table? That doesn't, I'm sorry to to all his defenders out there, this does not make him look good. He thought it did, which is why he told the story. But if in 2020, after playing gay several times in his career because that really pisses me off i mean he the talented mr ripley he was gay and that liberace movie that he did right and man i went back to i I went back to when michael douglas won that i mean and he remember he made all those rather Mm -hmm. i felt offensive like anal sex and blowjob jokes during his speech and i didn't say much during it because i thought whatever but i this is all goes back to what straight actors should be playing gay and what straight actors shouldn't be playing gay. I agree. And I retroactively, agree. I I removed those IMDb listings from his Matt Damon's career because and, and he should thing- have never... If you're that... If you lack that much understanding right. of how those words hurt, what the hell are you doing taking roles so like that? And there's so much to unpack. For also, the fact that he... 
labels it as a joke. No, it's just joking. I'm mm-hmm. joking. I'm just saying that in the movie, whatever. Like, a movie from 2003. Yeah. 2003. Did you forget that that was 18 years ago? Like, how are you citing that and and not acknowledging that in the ensuing 18 years, our understanding of queer rights and queer representation and what language we use has so vastly evolved. But this is so white white privileged assholes the the idea that if i say it as a joke i don't really mean it mm-hmm. um i'm i'm just joking they don't understand that even if you say that as a joke it's still right. very offensive right you're still joking about the fact that someone is right uh i don't know it's just, it's just so much there's there's just so much the whole thing i read the whole thing and i couldn't believe that he actually said that during in, in an interview uh, I, yeah he clearly thought it sounded good and he clearly thought he was appealing to a certain segment of the audience which is both egotistical of him and cynical of him at the same time and man if you ask me to describe matt damon or say why i don't like matt damon that's it in a nutshell he's an He's a cynical narcissist. That is Matt Damon to a T. Everything I've read from him in the past several years, things that have come out of his mouth, his disregard for anybody that isn't fucking Matt Damon or looks like Matt Damon or comes from Matt Damon's background. There is a clear disdain there. And it is a through line. So when people are like, you need to leave him alone and he's, he's showing growth and you can't, no, I'm sorry, this is a long history of him doing this sort of thing. Right, right. Um, and it's, I'm not saying this on behalf of gays because he has only offended me once or twice with his, it's gays and black women and black people and women. Like it's literally everybody who's not a white guy. Right. Um, and this whole idea, I've read a bunch of stuff online on, 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 in it, um, Twitter, especially about like, leave him alone. And, you know, and you clearly see that these people adore him in movies that they like him in movies. And there's this line, I mean, there's that people don't want to cry. They did to just say, you know, oh, I like his movies. He's a good actor, so leave him alone type of approach. I don't understand that. You, well, we wrote a whole book on celebrity, right? you know, uh, culture. And I do think, you know what? Let's hold off on that. Let's take a deep breath. Yes. Let's think pleasant thoughts before yes. we get too angry. And let's talk about the best food delivery service we've ever tried, which is Every Plate, which is sponsoring this portion of the podcast. Experience Full Plates and Fuller Wallace with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Every Plate makes home cooking easy and affordable as a much cheaper alternative to takeout, but just as delicious. Think of it this way. One meal from Every Plate is the same price as one cup of coffee. Getting dinner on the table daily used to be a challenge. Now let Every Plate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a delightful price. Love their menu. They're amazing. They always give you exactly the yeah, the correct uh, number of ingredients you yes. need to and to follow the recipe is the easiest thing in the world. You and then you wind up with incredibly fresh food that feels like it came from a restaurant. Yes. And you've learned a new recipe on And top I always of it. talk about the fact that I'm I usually go to the stores to get the stuff you need and you know and I remember like getting big jars of everything because you, or you a big to, chunk of ginger when you only need right. a tiny little piece of it and that sort of thing. So it's great to to get the exact amount you need and then you know you're not you're not about, wasting food. You're not wasting food, issue. and if you don't have enough, you know, room to store all that stuff, you just get the right amount. Every plate provides easy to follow recipe cards and pre-proportioned ingredients, so you can spend less time prepping and cooking, and more time enjoying good food with family or loved ones. Every plate offers a changing menu of 14 recipes per week, featuring a range of flavors and ingredients, so you'll never get bored. And Lorenzo found plenty of vegetarian options yeah. for himself. Mm-hmm. 
on their plan. Every plate is 50% cheaper than a meal made from grocery store ingredients, so now is the perfect time to focus on saving money easily. With most meals coming together in 30 minutes or less, that leaves more time for you to spend with friends and family outside enjoying the summer sun. So try every plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code TLO199. That's E-V-E-R-Y-P-L-A-T-E. Dot com and enter code TILO199 for just $1.99 per meal at every plate. Thank you, every plate. And the thing is that then his publicist or whoever. Oh, you're right back into it. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Um, going on about, oh, there's a big misunderstanding. What misunderstanding? I mean, come on. <laughs> Um, yes. Well, that, that's even more insulting. He gave a, I'm going to do his follow up now. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm not going to do his follow up yet because I want to address this. Um, editorial in Newsweek, which mentioned us, mentioned our tweet, one of our tweets about him. And it was all about, um, it was, uh, you know, the uh, guy who wrote it is a guy named Skylar Baker Jordan. I'll give him the credit. He deserves it. He wrote this piece. It's in Newsweek. And he's a journalist. And I believe he's queer. Uh, oh, no, he is. Because he, he is. says, I'm yeah. gay. I applaud Matt Damon for becoming a better person. This is the whole thing, like mm-hmm. how we're supposed to applaud Matt Damon. Um, so right now I can tell you that I rolled my eyes completely at the thing because he referred to people as social justice warriors or leftists, or uh, at one point I think jerks. And I'm like, okay, you're writing in Newsweek. So right now you've lost my, lost me because you're so, this is high school level writing. You went straight to insulting people who, uh, didn't enjoy Matt Damon's journey or whatever. He even acknowledges at one point that Matt Damon's, um, his his story was so beautiful it could have been a disney film and i'm again i'm right there i'm like boy you sound so naive and stupid i'm sorry i, I don't mean to call a journalist stupid but then again you called me a jerk so but yeah buddy he's a movie star of 25 years and he's selling a movie right now and he just told a story that sounds like a disney movie to you and you're wondering why people are reacting cynically i mean how Naive, naive and gullible yeah. a yeah. journalist yeah. are you You're that you sad. you would attack the people who criticize him before you would even question right why that story sounds the way it sounds not only that the fact that you gay doesn't establish immediately automatically that you're right or that you know your angle is <laughs> your approach is the right way to go no it, it's not you know there's a plenty plenty of gays out there voting for trump that doesn't mean anything um but it's just, I, I read the thing, and then he quoted you, and not only that, he also embedded the... <laughs> yeah, and I'm po- pointing this out, because when you embed a tweet of ours in, in your mainstream media, which happens all the time, you are just inviting a lot of people to come and attack come me, and attack, which, of yes. course, is exactly what happened since this asshole did this. Oh, yeah. sorry, did I call a journalist an asshole? Sorry. Uh, and the, the thing that he that he put in the tweet i mean put in the article it's something i wrote yesterday which was super annoyed with all the folks bemoaning the quote twitter mob criticizing matt damon there has been no real call for a boycott or any notable attempt to cancel him it's okay to call a rich asshole an asshole he'll be fine in other words this is not some foaming at the mouth attack of the man it's more right. or less saying he'll be fi-. like get over it he'll be fine no one's right. ca- no one's boycotting his movies i matt, go ahead no i don't understand um why you can't like an actor uh like his work and still criticize him i don't understand why people can't do both uh and you see that a lot on right. social media like it, it's sort of leave leave him alone type of thing all right. the time 
they don't even want to have a conversation. There's no point in having a conversation and with I'm, them anyway. I'm sorry. And this is more or less... And the, the thing I hate about articles like this, it's also what journalists do that... They do that a lot now. Uh, they, they, they scan the, the social media. They see what's going on. And then they think, well, how can I get some attention here? Well, that's exactly I'm it. going to write something that goes against the grain here so that I can get attention. You see that all the time now. I agree. And I do want to jump in here and say that I have said that I can't stand this guy that I think he's an asshole. I'm talking about Matt Damon and all this other stuff. And I can rattle off a list of films that he's been in that I absolutely enjoy. And I am able to, like, I love the Bourne movies, love the Ocean's Eleven movies. I love The Martian. I am fine with admitting all of that. He is a perfectly competent actor doing perfectly middle-of-the-road prestige films. Right. Um, He's not that big a deal, folks. Uh, and I'm, I would, I have no intention of boycotting if he makes another, uh, this Stillwater movie I, I didn't feel was very interesting. And Amanda Knox, which I'm not even getting into that, but she came out and denounced mm-hmm. the film because it used her story without consulting her. Like that whole film is tainted. Even so, I, I, I don't, um, I don't like Matt Damon. I, don't, I personally mm-hmm. don't like him. I think he comes off as an asshole, but I am perfectly, also perfectly capable of separating that if there's a movie coming out that I, you know, I'm not calling for a boycott. That's not the point. This is a great time, though, to talk about this sort of thing, this sort of white male um, narcissism that that just writes off this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, and one of the reasons, another of the many reasons that this set me off was that the story was told as if it was some sort of lark, like, haha, okay, I concede. And um, I want to just briefly mention Baby, the rapper mm-hmm. who also found himself in a huge water because he made a series of actually much, much worse comments that were very homophobic and um, AIDS phobic. It was, you know, make, not making fun of, but, you know, making slurs against people with AIDS. Um, and he he said it during a concert, and then I think he said it, he doubled down during another yes, concert. Oh, and Twitter. then he released a video, that's right, with a, a rainbow effect on oh, it. Oh, fuck The whole you. thing was him being a fucking asshole, and in many ways, much, much worse than Matt Damon, because it was even more, he was literally attacking gay people. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to uh, um, let that slide by, but I, I guess what I'm, what I, my reaction to these two stories is it's one person who was quite clearly just being a dick, trying to get attention and driving people, you know, you know, and just until it finally backfired him. And that's the baby, the baby. I sound so white when I say that. And then with Matt Damon, the reason it annoys me so much more with Matt Damon is because it wasn't someone trying to wind people up. It was someone cynically trying to get one over on people. And he was trying to make himself look good. Like the baby wasn't trying to make himself look good. He was trying to get a lot of attention and get people mad at him. Matt Damon really thought he was the hero of that story. Also thought the story was somewhat amuse, amusing enough to yeah, tell that people would part, find yeah. it. That's Annoyed the me. more insidious yes. form of yes. it. Yes. That requires... It's easy for me to denounce what Baby said. It's very easy, and I do. And I think he's an asshole, and I reject his apology. But... What Matt Damon did, I'm sorry, and has continued to do in the last several years is insidious and in many ways more damaging because it comes under this veil of elite white privilege. Yes. Well, the difference, I think, is that the baby, you know, you can't even call him ignorant in a way for saying those things. Even and and homophobic and all that. They're very clear things to see. With with Matt Damon, I think it's, it's... 
it's been dismissive, uh, you know, playing right. as a joke. So you clear, you clearly understand the gravity of it. Right. You just don't give a damn. Right. And this is also another factor as to why I got so mad at him, mad at this story was because, um, and it's the same reason why I really don't accept the baby's apology is because um, it just happened. Like, the baby just used these slurs, and the next day he apologized, and I'm like, okay, you haven't used any time to mm-hmm. reflect and to understand why this was bad and to show penance. And it's sort of the same thing with Matt Damon, who, if you had said, I was using that word 10 years ago and slowly listening to young people, I learned, like, that's fine. I was using it at the dinner table a couple of months ago with my underage daughters. That's freaking weird. Mm-hmm. And you really should be unpacking that and spending some time and saying things like, you know, she really taught me and I understand how hurtful that was, or I understand how times have, but it was, ha ha, no, I concede, I won't use it anymore. It does not sound like someone who's done any work. It doesn't sound like someone who has reflected on the, and it sure as fuck doesn't sound like someone who's sorry. No. It doesn't not, remotely sound like someone who's and sorry. And one thing that's very, been very annoying lately, and I tweeted about it, it's, it's because all of a sudden they, they come out with an apology and they immediately make a statement that they, they stand with the LGBTQ plus community, which is like, fuck you. Okay? You do not. I actually... <laughs> you were yelling at me for using <laughs> no. the F word a couple oh, weeks this ago. this is necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's unnecessary. Fuck it's you. unnecessary F you here. Uh, like, I tweeted about it. I said, the, the, uh, I can't stand... W- I, I stand with the LGBTQ plus community is the new... Uh, I, I have, have black, a black friend. I have black friends because it is. Right. It is. And it's just this this dismissive way to think that, well, what? Well, I have gay friends. Of course I'm not. Let me just read his statement to Variety that he made yesterday or the day yesterday or today. Well, actually, you're hearing this a couple of days later anyway. But he followed up once everything blew up and the backlash became so loud that it couldn't be ignored. Uh, he gave a statement to Variety, and it reads as such. During a recent interview, I recalled a dis- Okay, I <laughs> I can't even get through a few <laughs> words without stopping because I can't stand this. He's such a bullshitter. Um, pay attention to how he completely retells the story, and it's, yes, it's a completely yeah, yeah. different story. Mm-hmm. During a recent interview, I recalled a discussion I had with my daughter where I attempted to contextualize for her the progress that has been made, though by no means completed, since I was growing up in Boston and as a child, heard the word fag used on the street before. It's not about him actually using it at the dinner table in 2021. Uh, Before I even knew what it referred to. I explained that the word was used constantly and casually and was even a line of dialogue in a movie of mine as recently as 2003. Again, that's 18 years, dude. That's not recent. Uh, she, in turn, expressed incredulity that there could ever have been a time where that word was used <laughs> unthinkingly. Okay, but you said she wrote a beautiful treatise convincing oh my God. you. To my admiration and pride, she was extremely articulate about the extent to which that word would have been painful to someone in the LGBTQ plus community, regardless of how culturally normalized no, it was. No, she's 15. No. I not only agreed with her, but thrilled at her pa- I believe a 15-year-old could have written something that like language? that. language? No. I have never called anyone, and it's, uh, you know, trigger warning, he does the asterisks over faggot, which I think most people assume that he had said fag, not not the full word. I have never called anyone 
the F word in my personal life. And this conversation with my daughter was not a personal awakening. That is the literal exact opposite of what you said in the interview. Mm -hmm. I do not use slurs of any kind, literal exact opposite of what you said in the interview. I have learned that eradicating prejudice requires active movement toward justice. Rather, this is so cynical, rather than finding passive comfort in imagining myself one of the good guys. And actually... Uh, I'm just stopping there because I find it all so gross. Um, one of the things he said in the Times interview, and this is relevant here, is that he has gotten into trouble because he keeps thinking yeah. he's the good guy. In the, and, he, and this is a classic example, you freaking narcissist. You haven't learned a thing. You keep setting yourself as, as the good guy who's you know knows how these things should be and thinks your voice lends something to it. And then you completely stick your foot in your mouth because you are a privileged blinkered asshole white guy who never looks outside his own bubble and now you're lying you're freaking lying about what it is. this is not the story that you right. told you have a history you can't just get away with this no you can't because right. the yeah. best thing he could have done and he didn't do it here because his ego would not have let him do it was to come out with a statement that said i've listened to what everyone has said right. and i'm really trying to learn here about how my words are harmful and why people are upset with me. Instead, you turned around and you lied and you told a story that was completely different. You literally said you were joking with her and she left the table angry with you and you tried to defend it because right. you said you said it in a movie. And then you come up... And now you're saying that you never really used yeah. those words. Uh -huh. You only heard them as a child and that you were having a discussion with her trying to teach her. No, you are a liar. You're a cynical liar you're a blindly privileged white dude, and you need to shut the hell up. I'm sorry. I, he needs to shut up now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there are much, much greater offenses in the world than what he said. Like, saying the word fag does not normally get me this riled up. I am fairly certain I have occasionally heard it amongst my nieces and nephews in passing. Occasionally. Like when they're talking to their friends or something at a party. Um, and I still haven't blown up because I do understand, especially among young people, there's the, it's not co as common as it once was, but it was commonly used as an all purpose insult. I just do not believe that again, all purpose insult against, <laughs> Which against I, males. I, it's I never used against women. Right. I just well, like all purpose and insult. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm trying to be open and understand that because I have understood that. I've seen it. I've seen it play out. I had friends who said that word in front of me in years past. But the idea that in 2021, you thought it was hilarious enough to say at the dining room table and then get hilariously annoyed when your daughter tells you to stop. I feel so bad for her. I feel so bad for her. Yes. And what else are you saying in front of those kids? It begs the question, what else are you saying? Yeah, it's it's it, it's complicated. Yeah, the first thing that I, when I read his statement, the first thing that came to my mind was like, okay, how old is she? <laughs> Why are you having this conversation like that? Um, and then he changed the whole thing, and now they were having a conversation about it, as opposed to him saying the word and she corrected him, right? Which right. are two completely different things. Um, yeah, it, I just it, I don't like the dude. I never liked the dude. Um, he never bothered me, but when he started making these statements about Me Too and, and women and everything, it, it, it just got very... It broke. all starts racking yes, up yes, after a while, yes, where yes. it's like, holy cow, I mean, you need to take some time and learn some shit, and you, because you clearly haven't. The You know, when he talks about, like, the Me Too statements and the statement to Effie Black, uh, is that her name? The director? Um, he... 
he recasts these stories about how much he learned. Yeah. And it's all, again, it's these very self-aggrandizing stories. And you don't really talk about what you learned. You just talk about how much you've learned. Right. And and we're supposed to be grateful. That's right. The, that's the bottom line here. And that's what the article, the gay guy uh, for the news, uh, the Newsweek news article wrote. It's like, oh, we should be grateful. It's learning. Yeah. How should I be grateful that yeah. he's saying fag at the dinner table in 2021? I'm not grateful. I'm questioning that. Right. I'm questioning why he would tell that story. I'm questioning the relationship it has to the film he's promoting. Everything about the it. Very- I'm questioning it in a line of, uh, and by putting alongside a line of statements where he clearly has a problem being empathetic to anybody who isn't white male. Right. Go ahead. What were you going to no, say? No, no. I was going to say the ver- it, it's a very basic thing here. The fact that you went that during an interview you said all these things and you knew they were going to be published. You clearly don't understand. You don't. You don't. You still don't understand. You still don't understand. And this yeah. apology, which was so very much not right. written by you, was so means tested and so you know, no, no. Apologies, I don't buy the apology. No, no. apologies after backlashes. I they're bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're bullshit. You're just trying to, uh, you know, control the situation. Um, and and no, it, they're bullshit. And, and they get Especially worse you and worse and worse. Yeah, your apology is full of lies. Right. We can read the actual quotes, and, and you are completely contradicting yourself. Right. And you keep putting out another one and another no another statement, and they're all bullshit. Uh, you know, everybody's is freaking out now. You're PR people, and and right. everybody they're just coming out with a new statement, and that's not what I meant. And then it gets even worse because then you say that's not what I said. What do you mean right. that's not what you said? There's a quote here. And here's my cynical response because, like I said, we're recording this a little bit early in the week. How much you want to bet by the end of the week there'll be Trump supporting bots that are like, we oh all we God, all have yeah. to go see Stillwater now because oh yes. the homosexuals are attacking Matt Damon. Oh my God! How yes, much you want to yes. bet? How much? Here is my prediction because that's what's going to happen. And Matt Damon, not a stupid man, right? He knows that's going to happen. And I do think it's it's a much deeper problem is the fact that people have it's 2021. People have to start separating the actor work, you know, from mm-hmm. the person, the celebrity. And uh, and if you can still like what they do, appreciate the work they do. But if they come out and say stupid things, you, you really have to come down on them. Like, right. This hard. idea that we you, have you to can't. support yes. celebrities and their stupidity. No, we don't. No, no we, we don't. don't. Why? 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 I have not seen one person call for a quote-unquote cancellation people no one has boycotted no one has said anything no one has said he's you know don't book him on your talk show nothing like that right and people have no problem boycotting and and stop buying at a certain store if they do something right well Uh, uh, my point is that you know celebrities in a way they're products they're selling a product so i'm not saying you should stop seeing the movie or anything like that but if they come out and say something stupid about whatever because social media has done that now right uh it's a platform where they come and say whatever they want um you you have the right to say something and and criticize them even if you like them as an actor uh green it's just wrong 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 um and i see that happening all the time and my god yes all these people defending him and well he apologized okay well he apologized because by lying, by because people were criticizing him on on Twitter. That's why he apologized. If nobody had said anything, do you really think he would have apologized after that interview came up? No. No, I agree. Um, I don't know. I feel like we could rant more. This might actually have to be a short podcast because otherwise <laughs> we're just going to scream for another twenty minutes. I 
really wanted to do this podcast because I could see the backlash against people Mm -hmm. who were criticizing him, and I'm not having that at all. I'm not having that at all. Yes, it was a story where he showed that he grew as a person. It also had multiple disturbing undertones and connections to it, not least of which dinner table, not least of which he thought the story was funny and charming. Mm, Yes. Not least of which was that he was using a slur like that in 2021. Not least of which is that he has a long history of very, very privileged and um, borderline racist. Well, I don't know the, the, the comments during Project Greenlight, I thought, were pretty much white liberal racism. You only have to cast a black face, and then you have diversity. Right. And I expect better from yeah, I expect better from the gays. You know, the queer community. You shouldn't just settle for for an apology on 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 Twitter or no. or, or a statement. I think the gays came uh, after him pretty hard. There was some like, oh, the white gays are you know mm-hmm. defending him, but I didn't really see that to any large you extent. You can't because now it's they they all came out with with an apology. It's very easy now to apologize on right. Twitter, right. Uh, and that doesn't that's not enough anymore. Yeah, you really have to show that you learn or or something. Um, you can't just say, oh, I'm sorry. I agree. <laughs> or even worse, I'm 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 sorry if I may have right <laughs> offended someone no i mean damon's apology was beautifully crafted as apologies go but he had to retell the story in a completely different manner right. which turns him into a liar right uh which which story is true here matt because and then why did you lie why did you tell one story that's true and one story that, yeah, that's one not? Yeah, story, one story is you using the word and you, your daughter correcting you and, and then teaching you. The other one is you both together at the table right. discussing the right. word and blah, blah, blah. No, like, no not, not having it. I'm not going to boycott his films. I This Stillwater thing didn't seem interesting to me. And when the Amanda Knox commentary came out about it, I mean, go look her up on Twitter. Amanda Knox is the woman that was you know yeah. convicted of murder by Italian courts and then it was overturned. And that is basically the storyline of Stillwater, except uh, Matt Damon plays the heroic oil rig working father or some oh stupid God. shit like that. I don't know. But anyway, I wasn't particularly interested in that film. It, it looks like such an Oscar grab to me. And I think he's a mediocre actor. Having said that, he puts out something that I find interesting. I will watch it. I'm not here to boycott. Unless he starts saying really, really, really like... Right over-the-top shit. I'm not... That's not what I'm about here. I'm about calling him out for being a bullshitter and a narcissist and blindly privileged. And I'm calling him out and telling him, not that he's listening to me, is that you need to do the work. Right. You're clearly not doing the work. You're learning how to apologize for the stupid shit you say, but you haven't done any work to examine why you keep saying these stupid things. Uh, And that's really the part that, that... you know, chaps my ass. You're 50 years old. You're you're casting yourself as this heroic figure who's learned from his mistakes, and you are still making exactly the same mistake. Right, right. Because that, there's no self-reflection. That's the problem I have right now, is that you just go on social media, you go on your Twitter account or Instagram, and then you write this long thing, and you think you're done. Right. And people just are supposed to accept that and move on? No. Not really. Not really. And like I said, I'm cynical enough to believe that there will be a sudden... Um, surge of support amongst, you know, the red hat wearing, you know, Trump supporters out there. And they're all going to want to see this film because, you know, the fags are coming after Matt Damon. Right. I see that a lot. Whatever. Especially now. Well, he apologized. Okay, what is an apology? And how much can you rely on an apology for anything? You know, like, no, you you need to show more. Um, So anyway, 
It is. It was. It was really annoying. The whole thing was annoying, and and we had like, to get it off our chest. We and just then when it to... happened at the same time, the baby and Matt Damon, all of a sudden, there's all these homophobia, you know, yeah. queer queer phobia going on right now. I'm like, what? Yeah. It it was a little bit unexpected, but uh, at the same time, expected. <laughs> we just aren't having it. All right, so that's us. That's our rant for the week, and thank you for yeah. listening to it. I hope we could be a little bit enlightening and not just angry. Uh, until next week, when we come back with whatever passes our eyes, our passes our desk, stay safe. Yes. Stay healthy, and we'll be back next week. Love you, Mina. Bye-bye. Love you, bye. Bye.